0: previously on Notes from the Loft. I hit a wall on something that I thought I had already gotten over a long time ago. See there was this person that I had such a connection with. It's been almost two years since the last time we spoke and here I am thinking I'm already at that place where I had moved on. I sincerely thought I was doing great. Which threw me off so bad, I felt I was back to square one and I was so frustrated and disappointed in myself. And I caught myself saying, Damn it, I have to start over. How? Where? Hello, my friend. It's Friday again. And it's Valentine's Day. If you're celebrating with your boo, happy Valentine's Day. Enjoy it while it lasts. I mean it. To those who are not, high fives and kisses all around. (laughs) See, Valentine's Day has meant heartbreak for me, at least for the past three years. For obvious reasons. A, I have been single for that long, but more so because B, I got broken up with on Valentine's Day, three years ago. Well, it was a mutual decision, but nonetheless, I had my heart broken that day it should have been full. I have since changed my relationship to this occasion. These days, I don't really feel moved to make a big deal out of it. I just think the day is as good as any other day to show people you love how you feel about them. Nevertheless, I also don't have anything against anyone who wants to join in on the festivities. You do you, boo. On that note, this year, I thought I'd chime in too. Since I'm all for leaving no one behind, I thought that on this day of hearts, I should pay homage to the broken ones. I wrestled with putting out a Valentine's Day themed episode because I try to go by what my gut feels need to be said, and not by whatever society things I should talk about. That and because up to that point, I'd come up with nothing. So again, I played it by ear, and what do you know, I heard, right. So I wrote, but only because I had a major health threat. Hear me out. I wrote this Tuesday morning after a terrible case of diarrhea. Yeah, the kind that wakes you up at 4am and you just run for the bathroom and sit there in pain and desperation because… Yeah, that kind. To make matters worse, I had what felt like an allergic reaction to the discomfort. I felt a burning sensation all over my body. At that moment, I thought I was gonna die. Okay, maybe I overreacted because obviously I didn't. Can we all just forgive my anxiety? But again, just as you would when you're made to come to grips with your mortality, I was moved to think about the things I'd regret not doing or not doing sooner when I go. That includes, and my friends will kill me for this, talking to someone from my past. Someone I had such a strong connection with, but whom somewhere along the way I just never heard from again. Someone who's leaving marked the beginning of this whole journey of undoing. I've been on quite a journey, and I've since come to make peace with the fact of life that people come and go, and that people do as they see fit for the situation. They come, they stay, and they leave. Slowly, sometimes abruptly and tragically even. Other times, for reasons we may never even know. But there have definitely been days where a part of me still demands answers. Anyway, that day, I was moved to write about how it has been for me since this person and I stopped speaking. I thought I'd write it as if I was talking to the person because it felt more honest that way. I share this because perhaps there's someone out there who can see themselves in the story, whether it be losing a romantic partner or a friend, losing a loved one in general. This goes out to anyone who is having to spend the day of hearts dealing with the broken one. Here it is. We broke up three years ago this week. On Valentine's Day, of all days. Do you remember? Three years later, I'm still confused. If I should even call what we had a legit romantic relationship. Even more unsure if I should be brooding this long. God, I wanted us to be official. But you weren't sure. My heart broke then. But we soldiered on. We always did, didn't we? And then things got tough. I thought I'd catch my breath for a while from trying to keep us afloat. You said it wasn't worth it and suggested that we just ended it. And so we did. My heart shattered. You moved on pretty quickly, or at least it looked like you did. With so much grace and a few new faces to boot, it felt like you made sure I knew couldn't tell if you were having a hard time too. You wanted to stay friends, as we agreed, even before we started dating, so we stayed in touch. I didn't want any different, I couldn't fathom not having you around at all. I kept watch from afar, I went about my own way of coping, all the while remaining as curious as I always was about how you were doing. I couldn't look away. I tried so hard, but I couldn't. I never thought I'd have to. But I had to, because there you are, living your new chapter, out loud, without me in the picture, and it puzzled me. I never had a problem being friends with my exes, but with you, The pain was just too much. I never did understand how people could put up with things that make their heart reel in pain while having to keep their mouth shut. Why couldn't I? How could you? Did you even have to? So I took a step back and three months later came knocking on your door once more. I was ready to be friends. My heart just needed time. Having to shift gears, and that too when I didn't want to, was never its thing. It still isn't. Thankfully, you responded, and so we tried. Starting from scratch was not only not fun, but painful. I always took pride in being a fast learner, but this one? This one was tough to crack. There's a reason I once said to you that I I think I was made for loving you. I no longer knew how to do any less than that with you. I didn't want to. But I was willing to take all that I could get. And friendship was all you had left to give, so I had at it. I never liked muddy waters. They don't look and feel safe to me. And man, that part of our journey was murky. I had such a hard time. But our friendship was our beacon. So we paddled. You even guided me through it, like you always did. And slowly, I would ease my way into the swing of things, into this... New dynamic. It was a strange place to wade through, rebuilding a friendship, especially when it seemed almost like there was nothing to build on, and most especially when, deep down, I knew I still wanted more. But I kept paddling. I could've sworn I felt you were, too. I found comfort knowing we've almost made it back to shore, together just like we always hoped. Until I landed there, alone. Somewhere in the muck of trying. Trying to not get tired of trying. I lost you. I wondered if somehow you would emerge from the waves, like I knew you would if you wanted to. I waited for you to show up. Days, weeks, months, a year and a half later, and at some point I realized I had to I had to do this alone. I had to walk this wilderness alone. Remember that time we talked about walking this way together? But you weren't there. Where did you go? Also, why? I walked on with my questions. I walked scared. I cried so many tears. I tried so many things in the name of survival. There were moments I felt the pull to go back the way I came, to check if maybe you just had to catch your breath. Because the trail was so difficult, maybe you were having a hard time too. But all I saw were my footprints. Not only were you not there, I realized no one else was supposed to walk through it with me. At least not in the way I wanted someone to. This part, I needed to do on my own. And so I continued walking. I'd still look back every once in a while, but I've been here long enough, and I look back a lot less now than I am moved to look around me in awe and sometimes, a lot of times, in tears. Because you are right. It is beautiful out here. It's the kind of beauty that just demands my full, undivided attention. and I'm blown away every single day Why did I fear walking this way? Sometimes, though, I wonder if I'd look at things the way I do now, if we made it here together. I don't know a better way to say this. A part of me misses you. And this part will probably miss you for as long as this wilderness begs to be explored in solitude. The kind of missing that accepts that you may never show up. The kind that welcomes the idea that perhaps missing someone is part of this messy, scary, sometimes lonely, but no less beautiful trail called life. The kind that brings out words the way they've never been brought out of someone before. It's almost like they write themselves. And really, why would you want to blot this part out? Still, I wonder how you are. Where you are. Do I cross your mind around this week every year, too? I hope you're well. And... As stubborn as this might sound to the people who've been with me in the trenches, I still toy with the idea of meeting you again someday. But in case the last time we spoke is indeed the very last time, I hope you know I'm thankful we met. I'm grateful I experienced trying to get to know someone the way I did with you, the way I never did again since. I'm even more grateful someone took the time to get to know me the way you did. More than being loved, I always took a lot of joy in being known. That's something I felt you always knew. And you knew me well, very well, for the person that I was then. You took your time and got to know me in ways no one else could. And now I've come to think that maybe you let me go because you knew I needed it. And I hated you for it. But only because I loved you so much I didn't want to do anything without you. And because I didn't know then what I know now. Because I do see it now. I see love differently now. And just thank you. That was by far the hardest letter I've ever had to sit down and write. It's been three long years. God knows how hard I've tried to let go. I've gotten rid of stuff that remind me of what was taken away from me. I've opened my doors to new people and adventures. I've diverted all my love and attention to the people who have been there since day one and who never left. I've been laser focused on getting reconnected with myself and loving her back to health. There are days that feel like I no longer need to try so hard because there's not much to hold on to anymore. I can listen to some songs and they don't sting as much. I don't twitch as much anymore at the mention of her name. But then there are other days, those god-awful days when I hear a particular song, that one song, and then I get that feeling like a rug has been pulled from under me. And this time, it wasn't a song. It was a friggin' Dropbox folder filled with reminders of that relationship. I genuinely thought I'd gotten rid of everything. frustrated me knowing i've been doing this this grand spring cleaning thing for this long and yet i missed a spot it angered me that after all this time it still made me feel all the feels and i thought i have every reason to be mad and frustrated and disappointed i should have been over it by now It's been three years. I could almost hear some of my friends in my head scolding me. Dude, it's been three years. Enough. Give it up already. And then there's my family chiming in with Don't be stupid. Get your shit together. Get a job. You know how families get. (laughs) If only I could clap back at all of them and say, What does it look like I'm doing? But I won't. I won't have to. Because somehow this time, instead of shooing it away, I moved to invite the feeling, as terrible as it is, to ask what it wants, to ask it why it keeps on pestering me all these years. And what I got as an answer was this story. This story that felt a lot like it wrote itself, and in writing it, I heard what it was trying to tell me. The story wanted out. It wants to be let go, just as I've been trying so hard to let it go. It turns out I didn't need to be trying that hard, I just needed to let it be, to let it flow so I could have the chance to flow out of me. It wanted out so badly all this time. It had to put me in discomfort that many times because, well, I'm dense and oblivious like that. It wasn't there to punish me or to just make my life miserable. It wasn't there because I wasn't doing enough of something. It wants what I want. And all I really want is to be free. It made me realize what exactly it is I've been holding on to. And it's this story. This story for which I've secretly written an alternate ending. An ending in which I would see this person again and we'd pick up right where we left off. And we'd have another shot at writing the end because This... this can't be it. This... just can't be how it ends for us. Oh, but it can. And it will. Because it's time. I feel it. And I say this with a strange sense of... ...peace. I think I'm ready. you're listening to this and you're currently in the thick of the pain of losing someone you never thought you'd have to live without, I'm sorry you have to go through this. I wish I could tell you it gets better soon, but right now, I just hope you can find even the slightest bit of comfort in knowing that I am with you and despite the pain, you are going through something profoundly beautiful. There's nothing wrong with the way you choose to deal with grief. Even if all you did today was to get out of bed or to eat your first meal of the day at 4.30 in the afternoon, whether you choose to do it alone or join a community as you search for answers to questions that all of a sudden have come up to the surface, whether you go on a full-on house arrest and take the next few days off from work, or jet off to a faraway place hoping to get away from the pain of it all, whether it takes you a week or two, or 1,095 days and counting, you are exactly where you're supposed to be in your journey. Whatever you do, it's beautiful the way you try. You do the best you can with whatever you're faced with, because that's what you are. You're human. You learn to adapt with whatever it is, even with losing someone so dear. You learn to live with the hole that you think they left, and realize it's not a hole to begin with. You find out that with or without them, you are whole. Always have been. You realize that maybe a dent is more like it. You were holding on to them so hard, them leaving a mark was inevitable. It hurts just the same, but you just know you can live through it. I know you can. I wish it didn't have to hurt so much, but looking back, I wouldn't have grown if it didn't. It's called growing pains for a reason, and the grief and the healing that comes after it all comes with the territory. We can try all we want to cover it up and numb it down, but judging from the way grief has played out in my life, it demands to be felt. No amount of hours spent binging Netflix, or glasses of alcohol, or doses of your drug of choice, or miles covered going on escapades will keep it at bay for good. To be fair, they may help for a while, but I hate to break it to you, there's no escaping this. The only way out is through. Healing is no less a pain in the butt, it's by no means linear, it's not one and done, it's a practice, and you never know if you're doing it right. It needs intent and patience, it's rewarding on good days, but awfully disheartening on bad days. But I give it a shot, every single day. And from the looks of it, it's not a destination, but a journey. You can't really tell where you're at, but you do get glimpses of what the process does to you. If anything, it makes you feel more connected with yourself. And if you paid enough attention, it illuminates the parts of you you wouldn't have known were hidden if you didn't get hurt in the first place. It's painful, and it's enlightening. It's a paradox that goes on and on. But it's also a gift. This whole story of loving, losing, letting go, and living through all of it. I've come to think that perhaps all this had to happen, not only to break me apart, but to break me open so I can learn to live with an open heart a heart that welcomes joy as well as pain because all this is temporary everyone and everything we hold dear will be taken away from us one way or another sooner or later it's all part of being here In fact, sometimes it's all we've got to remind us that we are life, so live. Thank you for taking time out of this day to listen to me, and whether you celebrate Valentine's Day or not, I think today is as good as any other day to say that I love you. And I'm happy you're here and pushing through. I'm rooting for you. You've got this. We all do.